What is up you Sunlight Samurais, how are you guys doing? So is it safe to use Cialis? What to use instead? Why does it work? And how can you mimic it with other safer compounds? So first of all, there was a very interesting study looking at why can like Cialis works. It looked at testosterone, estrogen, the aromatase, it looked at um, increase in fat mass, a drop in, uh, a drop in fat mass and an increase in lean muscle mass. And it also looked at the in vitro study, where they looked at the um, effect of Cialis on the androgen receptor. So it, the study found, very interestingly, because it had two groups, the one group of humans where they used 5 milligrams every single day, the other group was 20 milligrams on demand, and then the third was like just the in vitro study looking at a certain uh, concentration of Cialis and what it had the effect on that muscle cell that they used. So the interesting thing is that Cialis inhibit the aromatase lowering estrogen. So it took their estrogen from roughly 30 to 20 and their testosterone remained more or less the same. So the, 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 the group that used the 5 milligrams chronically experienced a drop in estrogen. The group that was using 20 milligrams um, on demand didn't really see a drop in their estrogen and they didn't really see an increase in their testosterone to estrogen ratio. So they said that the reason why Cialis works for erectile dysfunction and improving endothelial function is because it lowers excess estrogen. Now there is a uh, independent correlation between uh, estrogen and erectile dysfunction. So the more estrogen you have, the more likely you are to experience erectile dysfunction, especially um, weakness at the base of the penis. So you can't get it all the way up, right? So, and the reason why estrogen is bad is because, or one of the reasons is because it promotes the release of nitric oxide too much. And nitric oxide causes um, vascular uh, permeability. So then the blood just escapes out of the vasculature and can't really, you, you can't maintain a proper erection. So it makes everything too permeable and then you can't basically get it up. So if you can lower excess estrogen, you're more likely to get a solid erection. And this is exactly what Cialis did. Improved endothelial function, lowered estrogen, increased the testosterone to estrogen ratio, and in the in vitro study, increased the androgen receptor. So we can mimic this by using other compounds that are aromatase inhibitor like vitamin D and you know, the fat soluble vitamins, also something like Tonkatali, um, what are some other good, like Gonadin Plus from Idea Labs is a good one, Zinc if you're deficient in that. Um, there's a few good aromatase inhibitors and as long as you keep your estrogen levels around 20, I would say between 30 and 20, but the study found that people that had the estrogen levels of 30 and dropped it down to 20 experienced improvement in their erectile function. So I would say getting your estrogen down to 20 um, picograms is better than having it at 30, and that's what I would recommend using natural compounds. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to use, um, you know, these PDE5 inhibitors or PDE inhibitors because they're not selective to, for example, PDE5. They are, they also an agonize, but at a, a, a lower, like a weaker affinity to the other PDE in, uh, enzymes, like the number six. Number 11, 1, 2, 3, whereas, for example, let's take Viagra, for example, uh, at lower doses, it can work together with CAMP, CAMP, you know, so CAMP, so caffeine and forskolin stimulate CAMP, and that can upregulate steroid So a low amount of Viagra can uh, potentiate the effect of CAMP, 
and prevent platelet uh, aggregation, so the release of serotonin into the system. Serotonin causes vasoconstriction, also vascular permeability. So a small dose of Viagra can potentiate effects of CAMP and have beneficial effects that, in, that, that promotes the reuptake of serotonin and inhibits the release of serotonin into the bloodstream. This is a good thing. But too much um, of Viagra can then promote, can like cancel out that effect because it starts to agonize the PDE2. So the beneficial effect is to PDE3, but in higher doses is to the PDE2, which has negative effects. So as I mentioned, these drugs in different uh, amounts are not specifically selective to PDE5. And that's why with Viagra, you start also to get visual problems because it agonizes the PDE6 in the eyes, and then you get visual disturbances. And that's why uh, Cialis is one of the least selective PDE inhibitors, and that's why they also have the highest amount of side effects in larger doses. Like headache is very common, flushing, back pain is very common, myalgia, which is muscle pains and those kind of stuff, are just some of the common side effects that you get with these drugs. So um, although the safety profile is generally very good, there is like temporary side effects like the headache and the flushing that you get because of the vasodilation effect. Um, these symptoms tend to resolve themselves in, if you stop, depending obviously on your current state of health. If your overall health is declining and you start getting endothelial problems in the first place, these drugs can lose their efficiency. So, you know, it's um, do you basically build a tolerance to this drug or do the steady decline in, in your endothelial function promote the resistance to the drugs, you need higher and higher doses because you're getting more ill and more ill and more ill and your endothelial function becomes worse and worse and worse. So the point that if the things that you can do to improve your endothelial function, the first of all for erectile dysfunction is vitamin D. Extremely important for, to have your vitamin D in check. And then also DHEA, the study found that people that respond to Viagra are the ones that get the biggest increase in DHEA. So Viagra can actually increase DHEA, so just make sure that if you want your erectile, um, your, <laughs> your penis to work, that your vitamin D is an optimal level, you get your DHEA an optimal level, and then you keep your estrogen in check and your prolactin in check, and that should do the trick. And I don't, I wouldn't say you have to rely on these drugs, but this is the mechanism through which they are beneficial. There's a few other mechanisms as well, but we can mimic these mechanisms with safer compounds and get the same effect. So. Um, I would still say if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, you know, try a protocol, do a protocol that's going to resolve your symptoms in the long run so you don't need anything. But then also um, you can use these drugs on demand, um, you know, because I know a lot of people, if they have ED, they want to do something and there's nothing that really works except these drugs. And then, you know, it's either you use a drug or you don't do it. And I would say then, in this case, use the drug to be able to have sex because that's more valuable and then be on a protocol that's going to improve your health and improve your sexual function that you don't need these drugs in the long run. So, yeah, just in summary, uh, increase androgen receptors, increase your androgens in general, increase dopamine, lower serotonin, lower access estrogen. Things that might be very beneficial is vitamin D, DHEA, and magnesium. That will be extremely important for your vascular function. And... Um, more videos on this to come. I hope you enjoy this one. Let me know in the comments below your experience with PDE5 inhibitors, these kind of drugs, and if you have used a alternative to these and what has been your results and what has worked the best for you for improving erectile function. 
that has not been drug related. All right, guys, check you in the next one. Cheers.